everybody. Welcome back to the It's On podcast with Obel. And Naika, welcome back. Yes, guys. Um, I am so um, done with this. <laughs> okay. I'm, okay, let me just rephrase that. I am so over the Clayton drama this season. I'm so over it. But before we get to diving into it, um, how do you feel, Nana? And I wanna I'm so excited because the last interview that we did went well. And oh yeah, I I've been meaning to talk about that. I wanna, you know, thank our listener for all the support because it was our first time interviewing someone and we had a special guest. If you haven't listened to that episode, I would highly recommend you going back and listening to um and go back to listen to it because it was a really great conversation. And I learned so much actually from Miss Karina Lude. <laughs> so that episode was pretty great. Yes. So if you haven't listened to that interview, please go back and continue supporting us because I think it was just amazing. And I've heard some great feedback. So I'm actually happy <laughs> about yeah, it. Yeah, me too. What'd and I think, think? Karina, um, I think it was great. Mm-hmm. I think Corinne did a great job with the questions. We had fun and we had such a healthy conversation surrounding that mm-hmm. topic because that topic, you know, it can be triggering for some people. But from the feedbacks, it seems that a lot of people really resonated with what we were saying. And I think that that's something that I'm definitely happy about. And definitely, guys, go go ahead and check it out. Um, if you haven't listened to it yet and thank you for continuing to support us and don't forget to leave a review. All right, let's get to it. How do you feel yes. Miss, and also, about this? I, actually, I, want to, I also want to include like, if you do like the, those type of conversation and you would like to see more of those kind of interviews, please write a comment. Let us know what else you want us to talk about, because I actually love those type of um, podcasts. So if you do, let us know so that we can have our next topic for next month. Most definitely. Okay, you were saying... So you see, we left off of the last... Mm -hmm. We left off of the last um, episode of Clayton where he was um, finding out and confronting... um, Was it Cassidy... Yes, yeah, so he was confronting Cassidy with an information that was brought mm-hmm. to his attention, which I mm-hmm. think was I I really like um that girl I forgot her name, um, Sierra the curly Blasian. Um, I think her name? her name is Sierra. I believe her name is Sierra. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, it's Sierra. Sierra, I like her because she she did a good job um kind of like bringing that information to Clayton and. I guess this is where we get to see this episode, what Clayton been talking about, about um, the preview we've been seeing about him asking, can um, have anybody ever um, take a rose back? Taking a rose after, back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which was really interesting to see. So now we're diving into what is about to happen when he confronts Cassidy. Do you want to take over or you want me to kind of like continue and kind of like giving people the intel of what happened. Well, what happened was, I guess, Sierra went and told Clayton that Cassidy is actually not here for the right reason because Cassidy had a conversation with Sierra where she explained to Sierra that there is a Friends for Benefit back home that, you know, she actually liked and is really highly interested in. And she actually went on the show to kind of make him jealous and she hoped that, you know, probably she has strong feeling for that guy, I'm guessing. So going on that show would kind of make him, you know, want her. But from the sound of it, like the way she explained it to Sierra, it, it made it seem like she's not really here for Clayton. She's just here to make someone jealous. And that person back home is someone that she's actually interested in and actually like. Um, so Clayton went and confronted Cassidy yeah. about it. And when Kenneth confronted Cassidy about it, she was um, deflecting and pretty much was lying about the whole thing. She said that she hadn't been dating anyone since 2019. And did you believe her when she said that? 
obviously this is the thing. It's not about believing it or not. It's just having the mm-hmm. facts. I mean, I didn't believe her when she said that because it was so obvious. I, this is one thing I never understand. If you go to a kind of show like that, I would ex- think as a smart person, you would want to be as authentic as possible. And then you would want to withheld any in- information that you think could bring brought to light, right? As a smart person, mm-hmm. at least. Because it's like, you know, you're being mic'd all the time. You're in an environment where you sign a contract where they're going to tell you whatever is being shown, you know, on TV, you're going to have to agree with because that is the nature of the show. So it's like, if you're lying about something, just be clear. There is ways for people to find out the truth eventually. When they, Even if it's not right then and there in the moment, which I love that lately we've been seeing that the truth has been revealed, you know, like it get they get to the bottom of it. But come on, guys, as viewers, we're going to be watching this back and realize, oh, wow, she's just she's a crazy liar. Not only she's a liar, but she's like a dumb liar. <laughs> it's like, come on, you know. So obviously when she was telling Clayton that BS, I was like, I definitely don't believe her because it's like it's clear that she was deflecting her her um, posture was kind of like different. And you could tell she was like, oh, my God. Like, and you know what? She's a great actress. I ain't going to lie. She was really trying to, like, act as if she didn't understand where did this come from. And then Clayton had to, like, put the question in three different ways. It's like, have you ne- so you never seen someone before? Okay. So then he had to ask her about the FaceTime call for her to be like, oh, yeah. And then all of the going around the bushes started. But did you believe her? So to me, I really don't care if someone was actually seeing someone before the show because these girls are young. They are in their 20s and they're really attractive young ladies. So it's kind of hard for me to believe that someone should go on a show and had no prior encounter or someone that they were talking to or chatting with. It's just part of our culture. Like you can't talk to people because you have no idea if when you do go on on the show, you will actually fall in love. And it would actually work out. So speaking to someone prior to the show is not a red flag to me. Um, But saying that you came on the show to make that person jealous and also letting the other people know that when if it doesn't work out, you you have someone back home to go to. That means you you genuinely did not go on the show to actually find love. You actually went on the show just for the clout. So that's when it became like, right. you know, a red flag and then started to act and do all that extra stuff. So that little drama, I wasn't really phased by it. I, it was just like, OK, well, whatever mm-hmm. Clayton want to do about it. I think it was time for her to go because I don't think she was really into Clayton. I think she was into the whole idea of having a platform and, you know, making some type of a name yeah. for herself on the show. So I really didn't care about her. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely agree with you. And I am so happy that she got what she deserved, which is got sent home. And it was like crazy because she went upstairs. I don't know why, but women do this manipulative thing where they start crying mm-hmm. for the guy. And it's like, are you crying because you got caught? Or are you crying because you're really sad about leaving? You know, it's like, dude, stop. And you're trying to get him to change his mind. And he's like, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to walk you out. I love oh, it when they do that. Mm-hmm. And it's like... I need to start seeing more of that from Clayton because most of the time you mm-hmm. see women, they are able to make that judgment quickly about someone because it's mm-hmm. a short amount of time. You're not here to waste your time. And if somebody's showing you clear signs that they're not here for the right reason, it's time to go. And obviously after hearing their side of the story and you can clearly see like, mm, yeah, something fishy just trust that gut feeling and, and send him home, which is what Clayton did. So I really like that he did that. So now continue on. We see that this episode, we're trying to stay away from the drama. The girls are trying to stay away from the drama, but you see the same people trying to do the same stupid drama. Like I'm over it at this point. So yeah. tell me what so do you think about what happened with, what's, what's her name? What girl? Yeah, so I'm saying that Clayton sent Shanene home and I kind of like the group date after that because we went to a group date. Hello? No, she sent, he sent Cassidy wrong. 
He he didn't yeah. send Shanae home. I'm asking about the little. No, he did not send Shanae home. He went. He my bad. He, sorry, he, he sent changed... Cassidy. Cassidy was the one. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. He, he sent Cassidy yeah, home. Yeah, is after... now trying to get herself sent home. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to jump. Like I want to go in chronological order. After um he sent Cassidy home, there was a group date, and I love that group date with Caitlyn when they actually went deeper. Yes. And the girl started to express their past, whatever trauma, whatever heartfelt story or sob mm-hmm. story. Everybody started telling their sob story pretty much. Yeah. And at that point, th- those are the part of like the show that I actually like when people actually start to get deep. And Clayton explained yeah. to um, the girls, he opened up to them saying that when he was younger in fifth grade, he was a little bit like a fat, a fat, chunky boy. And he wasn't really confident about his body. And um, he felt very insecure by it, pretty much, in a way. And he had to mm-hmm. overcome that. So I think that was really that was really good because then we started to get to know like who Clayton is, you know, as a person. Right. What did you think about that exactly. story? Exactly. I mm-hmm. think it was nice. It really resonated with a lot of people. I'm pretty sure who was watching, and some of the girls had kind of like similar story. Like Serene, she was saying how she thought she was mm-hmm. too. People were calling her anorexic because of you know her size, and she used to want to mm-hmm. eat a lot. And, and things like that. I'm starting to feel like she probably kind of like struggled with maybe um, bulimia, but I, I don't want to just p- jump into that and say she, she didn't share that. She said that there was nothing but wrong she with her. That, you know, she felt like body- she said yeah, nothing was wrong with her. She probably had a disease called bulimia where, so that's, a- yeah, nothing was wrong with her. So that means she was fine. She was good. It's just that people were calling her skinny. So she was like, very self-aware of that. And I thought that was, you know, like cute to see they had kind of like those similar stories. The one person that kind of like was like, woohoo, go ahead, queen, was Marlena. Obviously, she's Haitian. Like Marlena, she's been very quiet and in the background. But when I heard her spoke last night, um, well, on last night's episode, it was really cool mm-hmm. because I kind of like she said things that most people probably like she felt like she wasn't she actually expressed that she didn't even want to talk about race because she felt like, you know, that's something that everybody want to talk. Like she, it's like one of those things that you feel intimidated because it's like, do I really talk about race? Cause we've been hearing it about a lot on, on, on the bachelor season bachelorette, but the fact mm-hmm. that she spoke out about it and kind of spoke on the struggle as you know, black people have when they have to be mm-hmm. 10 times or 10 times better. I think that resonated with a lot of people watching, obviously, of color. Uh, so yeah. I, Ooh, especially I nice. me, especially me, especially like in a work field as, as mm-hmm. a black person, especially mm-hmm. if you like, we just automatically feel a little bit. Well, I, I feel kind of like, insecure like if I'm like the only black person at my job or whatever mm-hmm. and um um I feel like I have to overperform sometimes mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like I have to overperform because mm-hmm. I feel like maybe I'm here because I'm black or maybe I'm here because of my work ethic like I also I always have to kind of like question like why am I mm-hmm. here? So I feel like sometimes I oh, I have to overperform to actually be in a room, mm-hmm. especially if I'm the only one in the room that's that color. And yeah. I really resonate. And another thing that she said is like not wanting to mention the race thing. It's just like if yeah. you mention it, people are like, oh my gosh, gosh. here we go again, <laughs> pulling the race card. It's exactly. just like it's like a struggle. It's like well. Yes, I do feel like mentioning it because you guys just put a blinder on and not realizing what you're doing. So it's like a struggle of like, oh, should I mention or should I not exactly. mention it? Oh, they won't they understand. They'll try to be like, oh, here we go again. So I, like, I really, I really you, felt Marlene with that one. I mm-hmm. did. And, and you know what I appreciate? Though I appreciate Clayton's response to it was like, don't oh, ever yeah. feel that way. And that was like a very, that was kind of hard. Um, heart like warming, heart warming. I'm sorry. I felt like, like he said it. Good. Yeah, I felt like he said that. Like you know, don't ever feel that way. Whenever you want to talk about it, if you feel like you have to talk about it, you should blah blah blah. I feel like 
he's saying that, but most people really don't feel like that. They feel like, oh my gosh, get over it. You know, yeah, most people feel like, true. get yeah. over it. Yeah, Stop but talking the- about it because you're making it a problem when you talk about it. Right. But, you know? But I'm glad that Clayton actually, I didn't, I, I didn't sense that, you know, I sense his answer was really genuine sincere. and that's what I'm saying. It was sincere where he's like, mm-hmm. really wanted to like talk about it. Like he seems like a real genuine person. So yeah, he it did. was good. It, it was nice to see. It was refreshing. But anyway, yeah, I, I really feel like now I'm starting to actually understand him because I've been saying this like all episode, like I don't know Clayton, but now I'm starting to understand him because I kind of feel like, yeah, he's a really nice guy, but he's also an attentive guy. Like he likes to listen. Like yeah. I'm I'm understanding that he likes to listen so that he won't offend and so that he can properly process everything. Yeah. So now I'm starting to understand the kind of person he is. Yeah, which is nice to see. It's really mm-hmm. nice to see. And you could tell like he's actually a real person because of the way mm-hmm. that he can get nervous. It's like you when you hear mm-hmm. when he speaks, it's like you don't feel like he's just the bachelor. You feel like he's just this regular dude who has insecurities like the rest of us who's mm-hmm. just trying to find his love. And I feel bad that a lot of people don't care about his journey like that because obviously we didn't get to see that's producer's fault. Like we didn't get mm-hmm. to see a lot more from him. And that's why we were like, okay, why is he the bachelor? But we can tell like they probably just were drawn to him because he's just a regular good human being, you know? So, yeah. which is now I see why the producer chose him because they did a terrible job at showing it on Michelle's season. They did. But now I see why. I feel like they feel like this dude is a really nice dude, a really good dude, a dude that's very open. And I feel like he, you know, he deserves to find love. Now I see it. Like I'm yeah. starting to see it because at the end of the day, I'm an open-minded person. Mm-hmm. And I'm not here to like bash people and bully people. I, right. We just wanted to see it and we were being very impatient right. about it. Right. And now I'm starting to see it. Yeah, and I, I totally get it now. Um, but hey, let's move on now. This is a drama that I honestly don't want to dwell on because it's too... Ugh, it's like... Ugh. It's like... Ugh. <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it. It's just like I'm cringing every time I see it on my screen, especially every time I see Shanae just talking. It's like so clear that to me that she's just an actress here on this reality TV show. At first, you know was... she's going to get more screen time. I feel like those people, they come on and it's like, I'm not into Clayton, but I need to get screen time because I'm going to get exactly what I came for, right? So it's like in order for them to be, um, uh, to in order for them to make sure that even if, you know, they're nice, they're not, they are seen, they have to go outside of their way to be like this person. You you might, you might see that she's probably like, probably different in real life. And she's really just putting on an act. Like you could tell she was really acting the entire time. Like she's just an actress to me. I don't even understand. At first I started to believe her because I remember feeling like when she said that, oh, um, every time I, um, I'm around, what's the girl named Elizabeth? Is it Elizabeth that she feels like is bullying her? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So she's like, every time I'm around Elizabeth or, um, Elizabeth is around, the girls just doesn't acknowledge me and Elizabeth doesn't acknowledge me. And I feel like that's a form of bullying. Do you believe that if someone doesn't acknowledge you when their friends are around, do you feel like that's a form of bullying? Okay, let me just... For example, let's say that you are in a class, right? And it's me, you, and let's give one of our friends. I'm going to use Wilsey. And me and you always are, you know, sharing insiders. And let's say I'm like, oh, look, did you see that dress? But Wilsey is in the room, but we do not acknowledge her. Do you feel like it's a form of bullying? Okay, so this is the thing. We need to stop bashing people for not wanting to be someone's friend. Because at the end of the no, day... I give you a question. Please, that's, I'm I, not asking you. Listen, I'm just asking you, I, do you okay, feel no, like when I, you do not acknowledge someone, 
when they're clearly in the room, you're sharing insider with your other friend and act like that person is not there. You're not welcoming. Do you feel like it's a form of bullying? I'm not saying that's really what that girl is really doing. Okay. But do you feel that that is a form of bullying? This is how where I feel. I feel like it could be disrespectful, but I don't think it's, I think bullying is a little bit too aggressive for you to bully someone. You have to go mm-hmm. outside of your way to literally like bullies. It's not just about ignoring someone. Bullying someone mm-hmm. is saying mean things about them. It's actually going outside of your way to make them feel terrible. That's what bullying is to me. Whether it's cyberbullying on the internet or whether it's um just trying to physically um harass someone or just speaking ill of someone, that's bullying. Ignoring someone is far from bullying them. It could be disrespectful if you don't acknowledge someone when they're in the room, you don't say hello. You know, you can say hello and be cordial and not talk to the person because you don't think you have anything in common with them to even talk about or you don't like their energy. I think that's protecting your happiness and protecting your peace. I don't think that's Mm -hmm. any I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And that's why I feel like she's bothering me like she's really like it's cringing to watch because it's like, dude, if maybe you were because you have to understand if everybody in the house, if really everybody in the house is just ignoring you, you should try to probably check yourself. Like what is wrong with you? Like you should probably like, Hey, maybe it is something that I'm doing and they don't want to have any part to do with that. And that could be the truth, but that's not people bullying you. You see what I mean? And you could tell Shanae is clearly someone who's come here looking for trouble and making stuff up. So it's just like all uh, like fabricated things that she's just putting in her head just so that she could start some drama, you know? So it's like, okay, it's annoying. I have, a, I have something. Okay. I Put yourself in that situation. Um, I don't know the details of how that girl f- um, feel, mm-hmm. but, you know, it seems like she's being a little bit dramatic about it. But if in case, like if in that case where um, the girl, what's her name, Jessica? Oh, Lord, Elizabeth. Guys? Yeah, if there, if, okay, if Elizabeth doesn't really vibe well with Shanene mm-hmm. and, and kind of like, you know what, like, I don't like her energy. I don't like her vibe. I'm just going to do my best to kind of ignore her and like talk to people I'm comfortable with. Right. Mm-hmm. I cannot deny the fact that Shanene will feel hurt about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, like mm-hmm. you have to acknowledge that some people might feel like you're being mean or, you know, they will feel bad for, to not to feel like they're not included. And if they feel like you're intentionally not trying to, like, connect with them because of who they are as a person. At the same time, I understand why. Um, what's her name? Elizabeth. I understand why Elizabeth wouldn't want to gravitate towards someone like Shanene. Because it seems like she put up a facade and act and she's overly dramatic. And, you know, like I would do the same. I would kind of like, you know, be very respectful. I would acknowledge her, but it wouldn't be someone that I would actually get close to or try to gravitate to. Right. And so, you but know what I, I do understand that she might not want to talk to her and maybe there's a group of girls around and she'll gravitate towards someone else. And that might make her feel like that's bullying or that's her. No, no, it it shouldn't make her feel that way. I totally disagree because Shanae Mm -hmm. has no business feeling like that at all. I feel like she's, it's completely fabricated. I don't see no reasoning behind it. I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't see anything Shanae is saying is as something that makes total sense to me because this is my thing. Mm -hmm. You could clearly kindergarten drama. It is kindergarten (laughs) drama because you can clearly see these are grown women. If you're being nice, like Mm -hmm. she, like they clearly show you in the house. And that's why I love the way the producers do their thing. Sometimes it's like they show Mm -hmm. you what is happening in the house and then they show Mm -hmm. you what person are actually saying so that they can, we can put as viewers, we can put two and two together. If the Mm -hmm. producer felt like it was some real bullying happening, they probably would have showed in cases where those things were happening because they have Mm -hmm. all footages. They can do it. Right. But they didn't show that. So I think Sinead is really just putting things up and just making things up so that she can feel good about herself. And so she can start some crazy drama because she's clearly here as a, as a dramatic actress. Okay. So all the girls are probably sensing that energy. They sensing, they sensing her being a mole. So that mm-hmm. is what. Yes. Micah. 
that is what's causing her that is what's causing um um the girls to kind of like distance themselves so shanae has no reason to um 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 basically be feeling this way she's just a dramatic princess so yeah i just wish you know i can't wait for someone to interview her so i can try to understand like why did you feel like she was bullying her? Like what? Like I really want to understand. But anyways, that drama was, you know, overly hype. I, I, it's not that important to me. <laughs> Let's just jump into um Sarah's date. What did you feel about Sarah? I think she's really cute. I think Sarah is so cute. Like she's a genuine little. She's she's just I don't know. I think she's just here trying to be open, trying to find love. And what is that? It's a music. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, I think she's really trying to be open. She's trying to really get to know Clayton. And I could tell, like, it's funny because I love seeing Becca there on their group on that day. And she was literally telling them they're about to get naked. But they like, let me ask you, like, if you were on The Bachelor and they asked you to do certain things like things like that, would you actually do it? I don't have these girls' body. These <laughs> girls are, most of the girls that go on that show are 125. That's their height. That's their weight. That's I mean, there's yeah. That's their weight. Mm-hmm. And I was 125 when I was I think 22. That was the last time I was 125. <laughs> they wouldn't have me on that show right now. Oh my god! I'm, I'm not 125. <laughs> so no. <laughs> so you would I'm basically a- say no to it. If but, okay. I was 125, you- yes. But <laughs> no, but what? Or fit one twenty five one thirty. But what if? What if you actually went on the show looking like that? Because we obviously see they don't pick girls that are like not a certain. Look I'll pull on up the Aisha show. Curry. Well, I didn't show my body until I have six pack. <laughs> Aisha Curry made us believe that the reason why she didn't want to show her body is because only her man should see it. But once her body got good, like when she got herself together, she wanted the whole world to see it. So I would have put a little Aisha Curry. Like if the body was right, then yes. But if it's not, I'll make an excuse as no, I don't show my body to the world. I think it's personally, for my man. I think personally, like to answer that question, I wouldn't do it even if my body looked good. Because you know You're me. lying. No, You're I, lying. no I'm serious. You know I'm like, that, you I'm sound like weird. Aisha Curry. Actually, Aisha Curry was Nika, not confident in the body Nika, that she had. Nika, Nika. She was like, those goodies are for my husband. The Hold minute on. Aisha Curry was filming her body, her body was really looking nice. Which picture was that? I never saw that one. Oh man, the girl had a whole photo shoot, a naked photo shoot, and say, I didn't even see that one. my knees. Oh please, let me show see. her. I'm sorry. There's something about when you work so hard on your body and uh-huh. you have abs. It's gonna make you want to show people I have abs. Yeah, like, dude, I have abs. I work for those abs. Look at my abs. You're gonna want to be proud and show them off. Especially mm-hmm. if you have a abs and like a perfect butt. You're like, I have abs and a perfect butt. I guess. You would want to show. I'm telling you, like I cannot but, but, say you know, anything but until abs I have that different. body. Abs is different. Because I'm not talking about your abs. I'm talking about your butt cheeks on national television. That's um, what I'm oh talking no, about. It's like going to the beach, okay? And those girls who have nice bodies, they're so proud and they have no problem. Nothing against showing them. their body. I don't think it's nothing against it. It's just I'm very, like, embarrassed about everything. Like, I'm a very, like, yeah, a shy once person. Once you get that body, you won't. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. Because I feel yes, like when girl. I was younger with that body that tone but that tone everything like i was still a little shy about showing things you were younger you were younger i guess that was not the age for you to like okay let's move on let's move on so their day they had to run around and it was so cute they did it and then she rapped clayton saying oh lord how embarrassing i feel like they should have just switched i would have rather him maybe rap as well I don't know about the other. I don't care. Person. I feel like anytime someone is able to show their embarrassing side and be bold about it, 
I'm proud of that. I, I love that. I applaud people who can just openly be embarrassing. It was cute, but I was like, he actually knows how to rap. So I would have actually rather listened to him rap because I've, I Does think he? I followed, yeah, I followed him on Instagram and he actually had a rap that he posted. I think I saw, no, I didn't follow him. I followed Brendan from Michelle season and he mm-hmm. was the one that reposted a rap that he did. And Clayton actually knows how to like spit some, you know, freestyle. So I was like, I would have rather much listen to him do a freestyle than sing. Not because I cared that he was embarrassing himself, but because I know that he would have actually did a great job rapping. That's why. Oh, okay. That was a little spice that I wanted to see. He showed us his goofy side. That was cute. (laughs) Yeah, it was nice. And they really connected on their date and they went to the Vanguard thing. I've always wanted to go to that thing, but you told me not to go. But apparently I see it on Bachelor so I guess it's nothing serious. Remember when I told you I wanted to yeah, go to Jesus? Yeah, it's just and like, and don't go to this art in, in you know exhibition. It's really not. I've worth been to it. one. I've been to one. I mean, it's cool to say that you actually been to one. So do it for that. Same. But you told me not to do it. Now I can do it. I didn't. I didn't tell you not to do. It. I say like I you don't told me it was a waste of time. Somebody went there and they said it was a waste of money. I said, I said, I don't see the hype. I don't see the, like, if you like art and you are fascinated by 3D art or visual art, then yes, you should go Mm. enjoy yourself. But I didn't see the hype. I guess. It was nice. nice. Um, But um, they had the little nice, fancy, romantic dinner and whatnot. And, you know, they mm-hmm. kids and you could tell they were connecting on a different level, which was nice to see. Now let's move on to the group I don't date. think they would. I don't think that they are a good match. Um, I feel like they're both nice people and good people with, yeah. you know, great. Ba- I cannot see them together. That's Honestly, really what I, I don't see anybody with Clayton yet except for Teddy because she got I the- see Susie. Oh, Susie would be nice with Clayton too. Yeah. I see they look good together, and I can see them being together. I think that's a good match. Yeah, Susie and Teddy. Yeah, I have no like. I don't know. I there's no spoiler. I don't know who's gonna win, but I feel like Susie is a good match. Yeah, I, I have feel like Susie is a, a good match. Maybe that girl today um, won. The girl that went on a date with him today. Sarah? Yeah, Sarah. Maybe she won. No, I feel like it's not a good match. Okay. That, but she's going to be at the end. She's going to be one of the girls at the end. Let's just put that way. I don't think so. Yeah, she is. Serene's going to be at the end. Serene. Okay. Oh, Serene. Serene's going to be one of the final yeah. four. She's going to be the final four. Um, Sarah's going to be the final four. Susie's going to be the final four. Um, Who else? Yeah. Teddy is going to be the final five. Mm, no, I think Teddy's going to die down, honestly. Yeah, maybe. Because I'm starting to see connection with Susie, Serene. Yeah. Those are my top two right now. Yeah. Susie and Serene. Rachel. And Rachel. Oh. Rachel. Oh, yeah. Let's go to that group date. Go ahead. Rachel. You can leave. So at the group date... <laughs> so funny we saw this lady from Baywatch um I don't even know her personally I never really watched watch Baywatch (laughs) no I think I watched a movie with Zac Efron was Zac Efron in it yeah that's my dude um there was a movie with Zac Efron with Baywatch but I don't know if it's that one yeah that's the one I watched I remember that that one but I don't remember that girl at all. Me neither. But she is Once here. I've another movie. And of course, Shanae's being extra on that group date. It was just so annoying. Shanae wants us to talk about her right now. Ugh. And I'm over it. Yeah, let's not talk about her. Let's jump to Rachel. Did yeah. you think Rachel deserved? I didn't see what Rachel do, so I don't know. They just picked I her. I was so confused about that one. I was I'm like, confused. okay, Rachel showed her goofy side and she won the group date. Okay. I didn't was see that one. Yeah, I believe it was Rachel. Um, uh, uh, it wasn't Rachel, was it? Oh my bad, it was Gabby. It was Gabby. That's how I was like, it wasn't Rachel. Gabby was the one that won, but I still didn't understand why, um, she won. But Me neither. Anyway, she won it, and obviously <laughs> she got the group rose date at the end as well. And then we saw that they go back after the little beach thing, after the little um competition. 
they went back and obviously this is them trying to like get some time along and the girls are saying well we hope there's no drama but we know if there is we know who started it and of course Elizabeth again with Shanae as much as we don't want to talk <laughs> about it that's really the only thing like literally that was the only drama it's ridiculous at some point I'm but... starting to feel like there's not enough real drama so the they had to pay someone to be a part amongst these no, girls. They're not, by the way, they're not paying these people. It's real. People just really want to stand out. And the best way to do so is by being dramatic, I guess. Oh, Lord. I guess. But uh, let's move on. The end And of, that's how it ended. Yeah, but then uh, there's a, what you may call it, um... Some of, Clayton, of, Clayton with who? After after that little um, date, w- we didn't see another date. Okay, there was not another date, so it ended with the little drama, and um, he gave the impression. I mean, the group rose to Gabby again, and you could tell like they were connecting. Uh, mm-hmm. Serene and them was really nice together. I think Serene looked really cute when she was talking to Clayton. I think they're gonna have a really nice little connection mm-hmm. um, I, think at the end of this. I think he likes her too mm-hmm. I think he does we're not seeing enough of Teddy though I don't know this episode we did not see Teddy yeah Teddy was just in the background we saw her but she did not speak she did not speak at all Yeah, maybe she did but they didn't film her <laughs> they weren't showing her maybe there's that's not her story to tell the people just want the drama the producers just want the drama that's their job so i'm just ready for the end of the season <laughs> can we know who wins so we could stop no i don't want that i'm gonna go through this whole season because i feel like i'm gonna be surprised and i feel like at the end of the day i'm gonna end up enjoying it little by little i hope I i'm hope. begging Please. I hope because I every every night I'm so I I miss I miss Michelle on my screen. <laughs> That's why no. I miss Michelle. I feel like even though her season was not that much eventful with drama, it was still like I was still. I mean, I guess we were so invested on her story, so it made us excited to go in front of the TV. And watch oh, well, her journey. But I, I believe no. Clayton season's gonna surprise us. I keep saying that, but I'm just probably being but if hopeful. We're saying, we're, yeah, I think so. You're just being hopeful, and I'm being hopeful that it's gonna surprise us. So let's hope. Let's keep hoping. Right. But I mean, do you have anything funny Becca on my screen okay. again? Do you have anything funny you want to share with us? Do you have a confession? Anything funny? Anything, um, a funny story for our listeners to get to know you a little bit better? I don't have any funny stories. Do you want to tell? Come on. You have a life, childhood no, but, funny story. Oh, okay. Because I was like, this week I've been home quarantining. I had COVID. So I didn't really That's go That's boring. Exactly. You don't have a, okay. If you don't have a funny story, but did you learn something new this week that you would like to share with our listener? Well... I actually learned that, um, I don't know. What did I learn this week? I'm trying to say, you don't, it, ha- it doesn't have to be something you learn, but you can, it can be a funny story. Well, I do want to share something. Okay. Um, our girl, Rachel Lindsay has a book that's out and I'm excited. Yes. Are you going to read that book? I don't know if I'm going to read it, but I think that I'm excited for her. You know what I feel about that? There's actually there's a lot of bachelor news out there to be shared with um to be sharing honestly Rachel Lindsay I feel like his poor thing like I feel like because she's in her in her position as a black woman it's harder for her to promote her book as if other counterparts is gonna be easier for them to for them to get support I feel like Rachel Lindsay is not getting as much support. And we need I don't to know kind what of you're talking about. Have you seen her story? She's been getting a lot of support. I don't know what you're talking about, but she's been getting a good so. amount of support. You think yeah. so? Uh, yeah, she gets a lot of support 
Her podcast, Higher Learning, is one of the best podcasts ever. I listen to it every week. And I'm I just happy because too. I started watching her journey since Nick Vial season. She's the reason why I was very consistent with watching The Bachelorette. She's an attorney. She's a, a media expert, Personal. whatever, with mm-hmm. post person. So I'm just excited for her book. And I feel like I'm going to listen to it? the audio. Oh, I about to say, I'm are you going to buy it? I'm going to listen to the audio that's buying the book. Listen to the audio. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I oh. think I want to listen to And I, I want to learn something new. I want to know if she talks about why her and Raven um, actually fell off. Which Raven? She was best friend with a girl named Raven on her season. And suddenly they just did not, like, they kind of, like, fell off. Which Raven? So I the Raven that got married to Adam? Yes, that Raven. That was her close friend, her bestie. No way. Yes, they fell off. I want to know if she talks about that. that now, if she so talks cool. about that, I would be kind of like, ooh, now finally. But I doubt opposite. it. I, they are. So now I doubt it, but that I was mean, her real close friend. They're so opposite of people because Raven is like, that's not true. They're not that opposite. They're both Southern, but it's, I mean, not opposite. It's just they're black and she's white, but like, I don't know. I'm wondering now why, why they fell off. I know. I'm like, did she talk about that just a little How bit? How do you know about you that? Know, all these crazy news. It's, a, it's an old, yeah, it's old news. And she Ooh, also you- talks about sexuality. Like I was listening to her on a podcast um, earlier, which was, um, what was her name again? Caitlin Bristol podcast. Mm. And I think they asked her about her sex life and she's, she's, she said something interesting about her not having a lot of sex. Oh, <laughs> and I'm like, so I'm like, do she talks about like her romantic side, Ooh. like her loves? I definitely want to watch um, it. But anyway, um, there's some bad news in the Bachelor Edition world. I mean, it's not bad news to me because I I saw that coming at some point. Riley and whatever her name is. is officially I'm not done talking off. about Rachel Lindsay. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm just trying to promote her book. I'm probably yeah. More- <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm happy for her too. I'm really happy for I'm her. But I, know, but I know she's going to talk about the challenges of her being the Black Bachelorette. I know she has some challenges. That's- I know, but like we're overhearing that. I want to hear more, like stuff that we've never heard before. That's why I'm kind of like speculating on certain (laughs) stuff. I'm like, is she going to talk about this? Is she going to talk about that? Maybe she is. Maybe she is. Humans. Maybe she is. Humans. Yeah, that's just a way to kind of like make people curious to go listen to her. Okay, so we're back to what I was saying. Riley and whatever. um, What's her name again? Marissa. Marissa. They broke up. Mm-hmm. Marissa, I kind of felt that. I feel like Riley broke it off. You Marissa so? would have never. Seemed a, yeah, Marissa seemed a little bit unstable, but I don't want to say that. <laughs> what do you mean? Because on The Bachelor in Paradise, she started crying just about like the thought of Riley going out and having fun. She started kind of like, oh my gosh, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. Okay. I think Marisa is just a beautiful girl that has a lot of insecurities that she's still dealing with internally. And she just needs some love. She needs somebody to love her a lot more than she loves them, honestly. I feel like she's the type of girl who's ready to drop everything for a man and just do everything for them yeah. and not actually have her own life, her own thing. And mm-hmm. I think those, those kind of women get in a lot of trouble because men are not a not all men, especially a man like Riley, he got his stuff together. This dude is a lawyer. He got things coming from it. And I think he just opened mm-hmm. a new practice. He doesn't want a woman that's just feels like his living room. Be, yeah. Yeah. It's like he doesn't want a woman that's just all going to be all on him like that. Like just kind of keep like he doesn't seem to be that type, you know, like he wants his woman mm-hmm. to be out there doing her thing. And, you know, like he wants his space, too. It's like being all yeah. about somebody all the time is not. It, it's not always the best scenario. It's not healthy. It's, not, it's yeah. just not healthy. It's not healthy. I just Give me not, space, woman. Yeah, like it's not healthy. That's one of the things that I feel like I love that um 
like for me in my personal relationship, it's like I always feel like I have a woman cave and so does my husband. He has his men cave and I have my woman cave. As much as we love love the company of each other, we love um, hanging out together. Like we actually like each other in you know besides love each other um but we love having our alone time as well which is so important for the relationship like i'm somebody that has to go and recharge and so does he so it's like i feel like it's good to have that kind of balance in a relationship but anyway guys okay. thanks do for you want to ask me any question i ask you so many questions you have Honestly, do you have a story you want to tell naika <laughs> no be more creative <laughs> ask me something else don't ask me what i don't reciprocate the same question i ask you be okay. more creative okay so i have this question for you yeah do you, okay. oh my gosh she's so excited <laughs> do you do you feel like somebody that goes out on the bachelorette they can come out and be living a regular normal life after they go on t- on, on tv like after they go on that show do you feel like they will come back and live like a regular like do you feel like somebody can go on tv and come back and live a regular life or do they feel, do yes, you feel like most it of happen them will- all the time it's called 15 minutes of fame what are you talking Gosh. about no but i'm That's saying like do you enough. feel like no, I'm talking about in terms of the person. Do you feel like they can go out there and want to come back and just live their life? Or they most of them that go on that show, they go for the wrong, they go for, not for the wrong reason, but they go for not just to find love. They go because they want to build their platform. No, not that, everybody goes for that because some people go on that show and probably have never watched the show before. Um, like Nate. <laughs> so I don't believe that everybody or half of the people that goes there are people who actually want to build their platform. And some people might find out, oh my gosh, this whole like fame stuff is not for me and kind of like go back into like their normal life and start living normal life. So I feel like it's pretty much, you know, I feel like a lot of people go on that show and come back and live a regular life and kind of move on and people forget about them. There's a lot of contestants that I I really have no idea their name. I don't even remember them. But that's because they didn't get enough screen time though. That's, there's the difference between Mm -hmm. having a lot of like getting a lot of screen time and, and that's therefore that's why people are not, you know, like really knowing or remembering who you are. And then there's like the people that people remember who they are and then they really just trying it out there being an influencer. Okay. So you're talking about, you are talking about people who actually have a lot of followings, like after a show and they start to have a lot of following, you're saying that do you think they can go back to living a normal life? Mm-hmm. Or do you feel like they feel ob- almost obligated to become an influencer and just drop everything? But... You know why I'm asking this question? Because of Michelle. Remember how before she was like going back, she's going to be a teacher and stuff like that. But now I think she's not going to be a teacher anymore. She's going to just go. Yeah, she's going to she's going to try to like live and like do something different. But I wonder if she was really being sarcastic because when I was listening to the podcast. That was Which the podcast, podcast she did. That was clickbait, clickbait podcast. And then Joe asked her. Joe was like, "So what are you gonna do?" Like, and she was like, "What do you think I will promote? Like, if I, if I, if I were to be an influencer, what do you think that I would be promoting and stuff like that?" I wonder if she wasn't really serious about that, or she was serious, like, because because they asked her, it's like, "I heard you're not gonna go back to teaching anymore, and you're gonna be influencing." I wonder if that was a real question, or if they were just playing. But I feel like now she probably some people might feel the need to not do a regular job if there's great opportunity being thrown at them. Because come on, being a teacher is not a job that pays the bills. Like if you're (laughs) telling me you're it doesn't, it doesn't. Imagine being a teacher in Miami. Lord have mercy. (laughs) You'll be a homeless. (laughs) Miami rent is 2500 sweetie you need to get with the program start doing influencing so I don't blame her if she actually like uh, I love teaching but can I teach from home something else Mm -hmm. (laughs) can I teach influencing 
So, so that answers this question. So most people that go out there, I'm pretty sure they would rather go out there and also want the opportunity that comes with being on TV. I and mean, Rachel Lindsay the, did it. She went the, back the to thing. becoming a lawyer. And then after that, great opportunity came her way and she dropped being uh, an attorney. At the end of the day, like people mm-hmm. are multifaceted. We want to do different things. You know. Yeah. Okay. That's good. So I I get it. Do you have another question? I love it. Oh my god! It's time for us to end, guys. Thank you for listening. I have Nike a question. Nike wanna say here. I have a question. All day. I long. have a question. I yes. have a question. Do you like criminal shows, serial um, or serial killer shows? Criminals or serial killers? Isn't that Which one you kind of Isn't that the same thing? No, serial no. killers. Like serial killers is people that like, that just kill people. Kill me. Yeah, they keep killing, 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 killing. Criminals. So just, it could okay, be like so drugs. Crimin- anything. Okay. It could be All drugs. Right, it could be this. Okay. So which okay. shows do you like better? None. How about none? I am not watching. No, you gotta, if you had to pick, if you had to pick, I'd probably pick just do criminal, like the drugs, because we watch cartels. We watch a lot of cartels. Um, so yeah, me too. Like, yeah, we, GV and I we watching some crazy cartel. Like, I think GV just love cartel, so I'd be like, mm, I wonder about me you too. I love criminal shows. I'm watching Power Book two right now, and it's so good. So that's why I wanted to ask you that question. Uh, oh, okay. check it out. So thank you guys for rocking with us and our crazy questions um, that we weren't really trying to answer, <laughs> but continue to listen to us and share our podcast. The, plat- the, the podcast is on every platform if you're wherever you're listening it's on Spotify uh, Apple thank you for your support uh, alright thank you guys and we will talk Have to a you good next week. time bye